0: At the same time as the governor was doing his budget presentation, the state treasurer was doing a presentation to the House Tax Policy Committee. The state treasurer focused on the issue that the league has been talking about, which is municipal finance reform and how are cities going to be able to manage their budgets in a in – a- under a fiscal structure where their revenues aren't allowed to grow. And so that is a big deal for the Municipal League, for our members. Uh, Property taxes and revenue sharing make up 75% of a local government budget, and the last 10 years have not been kind to either source. Having the state live up to some of its obligations, statutory obligations especially on the revenue sharing side, are very important to us. Uh, the governor looks like in the governor's budget presentation, he did not increase revenue sharing, but the personal property tax system had some additional money in it for reimbursements. The governor, I think, is looking at that as a way to get extra money to local units, so we'll see how, how he intends to have that shape up. Two kind of different populations. Uh, and we're significantly being underfunded right now on the revenue sharing side. So uh, certainly any money is welcome, but uh, we really need to have a long-term conversation about restoring fiscal stability for local units.
1: And and how long has that been that the municipal revenue sharing has not been adequate?
0: When you look at revenue sharing as established in statute, uh, we've only once been fully funded, and that was back in the year 2000-2001. You know, since that time, if the state were appropriating what the law calls for, we'd be about $600 million higher in terms of the amount of annual revenue that should be coming to local units of government. Uh, we're about $600 million a year short, and that's a significant. When you look across the state, uh, you know, communities are, are in situations. I talked to a city the other day. They've got... Uh, they're expecting about a one percent growth in their revenues, and they've got two and a half percent cost cost increases coming their way. That's a structural imbalance and we've already seen cuts in police and fire and uh and staff you know you're we're cutting services everywhere, and again the state's economy is doing well, so why hasn't that? translated to the local level.
1: Let me ask you then, has the state lessened the burden on local governments? In other words, has the state taken on more costs that had been paid for by local government as it has taken away revenue sharing?
0: No, that's funny. No, <laughs> no, not at all. In fact, additional uh, legislation requiring you know reporting. Local governments have gone above and beyond In terms of trying to find ways to manage this declining revenue situation, Uh, working regionally, working with, with partners, streamlining operations, cutting staff.
1: Do you feel that the governor should have given local governments the money that he instead put into the rainy day fund?
0: For local governments, it's raining. What we are encouraged by is the governor's office and his administration and and leadership in the House and the Senate have all expressed an interest and an understanding in the problem in this in this issue and a willingness to partner with us on conversations on how to attack cost drivers and needed structural changes and revenue options. So, you know, our hope is that we will continue to have a positive reception from those, and we can come up with some solutions over the course of this term.